When it comes to living a life of authenticity, when a person desires spiritual growth, they're looking at the spiritual connection of an individual. And the people who aren't on that frequency, they're having a very hard time in their relationships. They're struggling with dating. They're struggling in their marriages because they don't understand the things of the spirit. And so a lot of times, this is the reason why a lot of relationships are failing. Hey there, it's me, Rainey Howard, and welcome to this special episode of The Rainey Howard Show. You don't get what you want. You get what you allow yourself to receive. What you desire doesn't take time. It takes alignment. So a lot of times people think that they should have all these amazing things, but they're not aligned to those amazing things. And so they receive where they are in their life. That brings about the idea of why are people in places that they are in their lives? And sometimes people just don't understand it. They don't get why they're attracting the things that they attract, why they have the jobs they have, why they have the attraction to the people, the relationships that they have. They're not sure why just everything around them is a reflection of things that they may not necessarily desire. But what you're saying is the reason that they're experiencing that in their life is because the frequency that they're operating in is attracting that to them. Yeah, and they're subconsciously blocking what they really desire. So what they really desire could be this amazing, wonderful career, this beautiful family, but subconsciously, they don't believe they deserve that beautiful desire. They believe, oh, well, a person like me wouldn't be married or wouldn't have a beautiful home and a great career because a person like me often struggles and often receive the bare minimum because it's always something and things just don't work out for me. And these are some of the thoughts that people have subconsciously and they don't realize that they're blocking what it is they really desire. Yeah, I know people who they preface some of the things that they say, well, you know me, I'm the type of person that do X, Y, and Z. Or you know me, you know, I'm the type of person that can't settle down. Or I'm the type of person that based on how I was raised, I had a certain experience with my parents not being together and my father not being around. So I didn't get that example and things of that nature. So they utilize that as the reason why they feel like they can't do a certain thing. But then when their life is faced with those challenges of the result of them saying that they can't do something, then they're like questioning like, man, things don't be working out or, you know, it's hard out here, you know, it's a challenge and stuff like that. But I really believe that, like you said, you know, you attract what you're connected with. And the reason that people are in certain situations is because they really believe that whatever they explain, they really believe it. And everything around them is a reflection of their beliefs. Yeah, it is. And, you know, when it comes to like relationships, you often often hear people who are wanting to not be in a monogamous relationship. Like you hear some men say, well, you know, I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship. I'm single. I'm having fun. I'm dating. Yet these same men have issues if the person they're dating moves on to another relationship or don't want to deal with their situation of how they're in relationships. And so you often will hear them say things like, you 
know, oh, I'm just having fun. I'm just living my life. I'm not tied down. I don't want to be married. But they don't realize they're attracting certain relationships. And the women who are willing to be in a relationship with them is often using them for the very thing they are using the woman for, you know. And so they're attracting like attracts like. So if they're not desiring a monogamous relationship and then they're attracting women who are either unavailable, they are numb to their feelings, they're not connected, there's no real connection, no real commitment. And so they get in these relationships where they both are basically using each other. And so they look at it like it's a win for them or it's something that they're doing, but they're actually hurting themselves. They're playing a game that's hurting for them in the long run, because at the end of the day, it makes me think about what an author, I follow his work and he shared his testimony about how when his life began to change, his name is Gary Zukav. And he talks about how he overcame drug addiction and also sexual addiction. And he talks about the sexual addiction because it was a very strong addiction in his life. And he said that he finally changed his life and broke that addiction when he realized that the women that he was attracting were just like him. And he said he always saw these women as, oh, you know, I don't want nothing serious. I'm really not trying to be with them or connect with them. He said, but when he finally saw that these same women felt the same way about him, they were numb to him, they weren't committed, they didn't care about him. He said it really made him realize how much he wanted to end that addiction. And that addiction was no longer pleasurable for him, but it began to disgust him Mm. because he realized how, you know, what was driving him and what kept it going is him realizing how he wasn't attracting these amazing women that were in love and he was just in love and they were sharing all this love, but he was really attracting women who were numb to him, who really didn't care about him and he didn't care about them. And it was a cycle and he was actually hurting not only the women, but himself. Yeah, I think it's important to hear testimonies like that because, you know, when you look at the culture that we live in right now and you see all of these comments about social norms and the acceptance, gender roles and how there's an idea that high value relationships, men or women, is attached to an individual's income or their personal status. And I think people try to take advantage of that. They try to take advantage of their status, whether it's in the workplace or what they're doing professionally, and try to utilize that as a means for doing some of those things that you explained and really operating in those addictions. But ultimately, life is filled with feelings. And those things, those, you know, superficial things that people are attached to have no feels. And really what people truly desire is something that is not attached to those material things, but it's an energy. It's a flow. It's a connection that you have with somebody beyond just the ability to manipulate your relationship status based off of what you got, you know. Right. And you create a stumbling block in front of yourself when you utilize your means as a way to control how you interact with others. Yeah, because oftentimes, you know, a person who is very financially wealthy and they feel that they can use their money to buy whatever it is they desire and they can possess so many things in life, they often don't know the cutoff for that. You know, when you have fame and fortune, that can spill over into your personal life. And so they begin to see their relationships as things that they possess, like the properties they Mm. possess. And it's no cut 
cut off to that. You know, if they feel like, oh, I can have 10 luxury cars, I should be able to have 10 women. And so they see the women just as they see their possessions. And I think what happens is it's really the same that they say the way that you do one thing is how you do everything. And it spills over into every area of your life. And there are no boundaries. There are no limitations of that. And you begin to live a life that can be reckless, out of control if you don't have things to humble you and to have healthy boundaries in place to protect you, protect your heart, protect your soul and your spirit. You know, I heard a a wealthy man who believes in having several relationships and everything. And yet this man has daughters. And when he was asked, you know, what advice would you give your daughter if she dated a man like you? And he basically said, you know, I tell my kids not to do what I do. So that clearly is a sign that he's not completely comfortable or proud of his lifestyle, that he's not completely at peace with the way he lives his life and have his relationships. Yet he owns it publicly as if it's a piece of jewelry, a crown, and that could be a form of pride. So when it comes to giving advice, you know, just in the same vein of that, what advice would you give to a young woman or someone to help them to avoid the pitfalls of falling into a situation where they're distracted by material things from an individual whom they may be interested in? Or just distracted by material things in general? You know, I always go back to the heart and your intention. And what your intention is will always come back and impact your life. If you start a relationship with the intention of having a lot of money, you're going to feel that intention in your life, whether you are empty in your emotions in your heart. There's no real emotional connection with that relationship and all there is is money. I go back to just being a young girl myself and feeling like I had those options. I could have dated because of money because that was really something that you hear like young girls or young pretty girls where certain guys will want to give you certain attention if you look a certain way or whatever. And society tell women, you know, if you use your looks, you can have money and fame and relationships and all of those things. And I've always been the person who looked at the matters of the heart. And I always said, like, I don't care about how much money a man has. I wanted real love and happiness. So with me, I looked at it like, if I want money, I can make money. I can figure out a way to make money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of women are like that today where we like women are empowered. We can go out. We can thrive in our careers and start businesses and do things to make money. And so we don't have to depend on a man for money the way our great-grandparents did. You know, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers, a lot of them worked at home. They weren't stay-at-home wives and their husbands did the career thing, the work thing. And so now women of today, we work. Yeah. So it's not so much about the money. And this is what people don't realize. So much has shifted in our atmosphere 
And women today care less about money and how much a man can give them materially. And they care more about matters of the heart. You see women filing for divorce who are married to billionaires, women who are married to, you know, some of the most successful, wealthy men, and they are ending relationships and it has nothing to do with money. And I think a lot of times people aren't really aware of this and aware of the fact that women are focused more on their true happiness, heart and soul. And even some of these women who are in these toxic relationships, they want out more than ever and they're not settling the way that women did in the past. Yeah, I can definitely say I'm seeing that same thing. You know, one thing I do want to touch on that you mentioned, I can tell that you didn't care about money when we met because I didn't have a job. So (laughs) that is definitely true. (laughs) But I do want to add on to what you've been saying about matters of the heart, especially when we think about teachings in the church that inform people that they should be equally yoked when it comes to getting into a relationship. And I don't think that that's really understood what it means to be equally yoked. I think what you're really communicating is the fact of the matter is being equally yoked is beyond just having a comparable career or income, but it's about matters of the heart and the mind and being connected in spirit and in vision beyond just two people who got good jobs and that can pay for stuff. Right. You know, in today's society, it's more important to have a spiritual partnership than it is to be married. Not everyone, but when it comes to living a life of authenticity, when a person desires spiritual growth, they're looking at the spiritual connection of an individual. And the people who aren't on that frequency, they're having a very hard time in their relationships. They're struggling with dating, they're struggling in their marriages because they don't understand the things of the spirit. And so a lot of times this is the reason why a lot of relationships are failing. This is the reason why people are just upset with dating and they just had it and they're fed up and there's so many single women out here who, you know, want a family, want a relationship but feel like there's no hope is because they don't understand the spiritual alignment that makes real connection in relationships. Yeah. I think when you really have understanding of spiritual alignment and true partnership, you recognize that there's a level of commitment that comes with being in a true relationship to avoid unnecessary conflict. Yeah. Not to say that life doesn't bring its own level of circumstances or issues or challenges and even our upbringings and the different thoughts and processes, the way we understand things based on our experiences. All of those things can bring about challenge, but there's a level of commitment that individuals have to have to be in a successful relationship, not just to get in one, but to be able to overcome challenges. And especially when you think about operating as a team and doing something for the greater good of the team, then there are moments where one individual has the sacrifice to their own self need or self gratification in order to say, I'm doing this for the greater good of this team, of this family, of this group, this relationship, as opposed to saying, oh, okay, well, I'm doing this because I'm great. I'm successful in my career, talented in this area of my life. And my whole goal is to show off my talent. And that's the end all be all. Everybody else get in line. I'm making a choice. Everybody just got to deal with it. Right. Having a mind like that doesn't create a cohesive relationship, especially when you go through challenges in your relationship.
relationship. Yeah. The old, I'll say it, the old way of marriage, the old institution of marriage is no longer supporting the new spiritual partnership. What do you mean by that? So, first of all, when you think about the institution of marriage and how it all started and how it was always about security, financial security and building a family, a home, it was really a financial institution when you really break down marriage and because you really see the purpose behind it, you know, when people go through divorce and then they're they're separated and then their assets are separated and their children are separated and all of that stuff because marriage is really like there's this foundational financial structure and it was always masculine energy behind it where it was about the man is the head and the leader and hey I'm not saying that a man is not a leader but the way that it was set up and the woman the way women were formed in marriages and how it was uneven it doesn't serve the spiritual partnership because spiritual partnership there the two are equals yeah. you know I think about the scripture that says no Jew no Gentile no man no female, but we are all one when it comes to God. There's no male or female. There's no the man above the woman. So when I'm talking about spiritual partnership, I'm talking about more so the two come together in alignment, divine alignment. And it's beyond the physical things. It's beyond the finances, the money and who set up, who gets this, who get that and who's above, who got to listen to who and all of that stuff. Yeah. And people get so divided with that stuff now. And it doesn't always connect because now people are evolved more spiritually than we were back when it all started, when the philosophy and institution was started. So now your marriage needs to align spiritually in order to survive. You need to be in alignment with each other on a deeper level and it has to go beyond the fact that you share the same name. I think what you're saying is true, especially when you truly think about how a marriage is a collaborative effort. It's not just one subservient to the other. I think we serve each other. Right. In a relationship, you should be serving each other. And I think about a number of different scriptures in the Bible that talks about God and how God flowed and how he operated. But one specifically I was thinking about that relates to what we're talking about is when God made man said, let us make man in our own image. And I think about God saying, let us mm -hmm. Make man yeah. <laughs> in our own image. And then that thought that was communicated was then manifested. I think in life, that thought can be communicated by either one of us in a relationship and manifested by either one of us. But it's not that it would always come from me because I'm the man. It can come from you. That thought can come from you and be manifested by my workings right. of my hand. Also, a thought can come from me and mm -hmm. be manifested by your workings in your hand. It's not one way. Right. And only one person and only one subservient individual. It's a collaborative and we both have partnership. Input. Yeah, it's yeah. a partnership and we're doing things together and we are creating things that are coming from us. And that's so key. That is so important. And I love how you said let us make because it is us in this together. It's not just on one person. And really, I think people need to realize this. This is sacred to the health of any 
relationship, you should have a spiritual connection with that person. And anyone who says, oh, I don't want a monogamous relationship. I just want to be single. I just want to be with different people. Don't think that (laughs) you're not connecting spiritually with all these different people. And a lot of times you may not even be aware of how it impacts you spiritually. And don't be deceived that because you have physical finances or physical possessions of wealth that you are succeeding spiritually because your spiritual wealth is measured in a whole different way. And so I think it's so important that people are aware of that and aware of their divine purpose and really what it is they're doing and what they're putting out into the atmosphere because it is coming back. Yeah, you know what? And I think about different scripture verses and how they really apply to life, because in my mind, I'm more so when I look at the Bible, I look at it as it can be practically applied to your life. And you can see different aspects of it in multiple areas of your life. And I think about this when it comes to one sided relationships, especially one sided relationships that don't last. There are times when you can be doing things so much, you know, I'm working, I'm paying bills, I'm doing all of this, you know, I bought you this car. I paid the bills. I got you this house and someone could want a divorce. And the reason being is because they feel like I never knew you. You can be doing all these things and still not building a real connection with another person. That scripture verse that I was thinking about was when the guy was like, you know, God, I've done all these works in your name. I've been doing all this. I've been doing all that. And he like, I never knew you. And I think that that's how people operate in relationships. They're doing so many things that aren't connected to truly being and getting to know and being intimate with an individual and people truly don't know each other. Yeah. And relationships are failing because of this. And the second part of that scripture is it talks about having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, which is saying that you can have a form of being in a relationship where, oh, y'all look so good together. I love y'all Instagram pictures. Y'all look so happy. Look at y'all smiling on a vacation, honeymooning, all of this great stuff. You have a form of being married, but you're denying the spiritual power of real love. And so that comes from the heart. That comes from something that you are empty and impoverished of real love. And so a lot of times you can on the outside look like you have a form of all of this amazingness going on. Yeah, y'all great got, relationship. You got the great relationship. Y'all got the big mansion. Y'all doing the trips. Y'all traveling. Y'all on the private jets. But you are impoverished in your heart. You are empty when it comes to the matters of your soul. And really, your life is denying the power of having real love. And so that is really key. And I think something that people need to realize, and you got to get real with yourself. This is stuff you can't fake. You can't fake matters of the heart. You can't fake real love. You just can't. You can try, but, and it may look pretty on Instagram and Facebook, but at the end of the day, it's your life and only you can deal with it. I want to thank you all for tuning in in this episode. Yeah. And yeah. Just a good conversation between you and I. Just Yeah, just just 
letting it out, you know? Jumping in. I know. So let us know your thoughts about this episode. Go ahead and reach out and let us know that you listen, what you thought about it. Tag us on Instagram or on any of the social media platforms and let us know that you enjoy listening to The Rainy Howard Show. Be sure to visit us at reallove.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Thank you.